Welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School, the podcast where we speak with people in the school and those who've already left to find out what life is really like there. Now today we have former pupil Miles Freeman and Thomas from Year 13, and they're both talking to Saskia Jordan. So we're going to find out what happened to Miles after he left, how the school helped with this, and he talks about the business he works for and how it's grown so much in recent times. Meanwhile, Thomas talks about a number of things, including his love of economics and maths, how he enjoys the problem-solving aspect of it. But they both give their advice to Saskia for her upcoming Cumbria trip so she can survive her time away with the year eights. But come with me now as Saskia Jordan speaks to Miles Freeman, former pupil, and Thomas from year 13. Well, hello and welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School. Uh, today we're talking to an OI, Miles Freeman, Marketing Director of EO Charging, and to Thomas, a current sixth former. So, Miles, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming. Tell us a bit more about what you're doing now. Of course. So, currently I'm Marketing Director at a company, it's actually a Suffolk-based company called EO Charging. I'm sure everyone's seen in the news recently the explosion of electric vehicles. So in a nutshell, we essentially make the charge points that uh, companies, governments or individuals plug their cars into. Fantastic. And Thomas, welcome to you too. Just before we uh, introduce you, I was going to embarrass you slightly by saying parent wrote in about your tour guiding on Saturday. Oh. saying <laughs> They said you knew everything, you were very interesting and you were very patient. So thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, thank tell you. us a bit more about year 13 for you. Uh, well, it's, it's a very good experience really. It's, it's now being at the top of the school. So we're, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on that's really important with lessons but then so I'm a prefect as well so I, I have to take that into account there's so many opportunities for us to do that it's, it's really good fantastic so Miles tell me a little bit more about what happened um, after you left Ipswich school of course so I actually left Ipswich with quite a clear path in my mind I was a bit of a you know if you were to find me in school it would probably be in the art block or the, the the dt workshop during lunch times trying to finish off a project or spend more time on coral drawer in the computer suite so i left ipswich with kind of a, a big plan to study architecture i was lucky enough to secure a place at newcastle university unfortunately you know after a year i kind of realized that it, it wasn't quite right for me and took a bit of a step back, re-evaluated what I wanted to do and decided that Newcastle was where I wanted to be in terms of geography but architecture wasn't quite right for me uh, and so decided to make the switch to politics. In fact, uh, one of my former teachers, Mr Blunden, was the shine, the manning shining armour, whatever phrase you say, that helped me uh, make that switch. He gave me a reference and fast forward uh, a further three years at Newcastle, uh, I left um, with a BA Honours in politics and then kind of entered the, the daunting working world from there. So, and was that the right switch to make? Looking back 100%, it was quite scary at the time. You know, you spend a lot of your time at school really prepping yourself for this kind of one destination that is the course you've always wanted to do. But looking back, you, no regrets at all. And... I speak to some of my fellow course mates that did architecture, you know, it's a seven year course, um, so you really have to be committed if you want to do it. And, 
you know, since you know, having done politics, a lot of doors were, whilst the architecture door closed, a lot of doors were opened for me. And I've been fortunate enough to have a really varied and exciting uh, career since then so far. That's really good advice. And also interesting that you, you really are in it switching for life. So do, you know, if it's not going quite right, do, do go back to the teachers. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I was lucky enough to have some great mentors from school within the art and DT department. But, you know, those relationships that you have across, you know, your whole school life, not just with teachers, but also your peers are, for me, hugely valuable. You know, I still have a core group of Ipswich friends almost, I don't even want to say how long, maybe 10 or more years ago. And so, yeah, you know, those relationships have been invaluable for me ever since I left school. Thank you. And Thomas, what about you? What are you looking to do next year? Uh, well, I'd like to go and do economics at university, possibly with maths as well as that. Um, so obviously it's, it's quite important to do well at them this year, but hopefully go on to uni, maybe, maybe look towards Nottingham or Leeds, um, but still yet to make that decision. Yeah, and uh, you're quite happy with the fact that actually, you know, you're looking, you know, the year ahead, the next few years ahead. You don't need to make any long-term decisions now. Yeah, no, I'm still not exactly sure what I want to do in life, but hopefully this year and then uni after that should help know what I want to do. Yeah, and so Miles, looking back at your experiences, sounds to me that actually that's probably the right thing to do. What do you think? A hundred percent. I think, you know, university is a fantastic platform for people to learn more about themselves, but also figure out, you know, where it is they want to go in life. And a university degree doesn't have to be prescriptive. You know, Thomas, it sounds like economics and maths could open up a, a huge raft of doors within the working world. You know, whether that's in a private company company or, you know, potentially charity work, if that's what, what you want to do. I think for students often, and I remember this, I remember being terrified thinking, if I study politics, I'm going to have to be a politician. And, you know, it's just not the case. It's all about, you know, building confidence in yourself, learning the course that you do and actually having transferable skills that could take you, you know, wherever you want to go as an individual. That's really good advice. And Thomas, um, you're a keen hockey player. Is that something that, that you'll carry on with? Definitely, yeah. No, I, I love hockey. It's, and it's, it's really good. It's the Tuesday and Thursday afternoon. It's, it's good to get away from the lessons and have, have hockey as that outlet away from just sitting in the car, classroom. Yeah, and Miles, hockey, was, was that something for you at Ipswich School? Yeah, it was actually. I, I, I was never the best hockey player, but I, was, I always enjoyed a, a Tuesday and Thursday a hockey session in schoolhouse we had a uh, we were quite competitive obviously in uh, interhouse games and a very poor claim to fame i wish i had a better story than this is in a, in my final year we had harry martin who is now a team g olympian so i can safely say i i added nothing to the team but i played alongside a current olympian is my terrible claim to fame harry martin's teammate yeah Probably a sub as well, if I'm honest. <laughs> but you remember it. That, that's good. That's really good. I do. Um, <laughs> Thomas, is house hockey something you take seriously? Yes, definitely. No, it's, it's something I really enjoy doing and it's something that we do every year. Um, and it's a good bit of fun and it's really good for competition as well. And what's your, what's your house? Uh, Sherrington. Are you going to win? Yes, definitely. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, any other memories of school traditions for you, Miles? I mean, where where do you start with that? There's probably some I can't share, but um, 
you know, for me, uh, a lot of the memories are the friendships that I made, as I said. You know, I was really lucky with to have a great form within Schoolhouse and a really great group of extended friends that, you know, a couple came to Newcastle with me. And, you know, it's, it's my birthday in a week's time. I'm not, that's a shameless plug, but actually, you know, a vast majority of friends coming are still from Ipswich. So, you know, the fondness for me is, you know, I actually joined Ipswich aged uh, 11. I was very shy. I, you know, if I'm honest, didn't feel like I got into my stride until year nine, I'd say. But from there, you know, made the best of friends and will hold those with me wherever I go in life. Oh, that's lovely. And Thomas, what about you? Do you have any memories of um, school traditions, bizarre or otherwise? <laughs> Cumbria is the best trip that, that's, that, that we do at school. So that's, that's definitely the best one. Um, it's quite early on in the year eight, but it's, it's, it's the best by far. So I'm going on that next week. What do I need to know? <laughs> uh, it will probably rain the whole week. But it's, it's the best trip. You do, you do so many things and it's, it's really good just to get away, but be with your friends at the same time and do all these new things. Okay. Pack, pack, pack lots of warm things, yes. that's for sure. Yes. Miles, did you do Cumbria? I did, yes. I, I remember gill scrambling was the particular highlight, having to put a kind of, I remember it kind of like a fleece onesie under waterproofs and some wellies and thinking, this is incredibly fun, but the coldest I've ever been <laughs> in my life but yeah really fond memories <laughs> that's fantastic so Mars, can you tell me a little bit more about your current role it's it's so topical at the moment with trend for electric cars but also we're right in the middle of the fuel crisis T- tell me a bit more about how, how it's going at EO charging of course so EO is actually um, a, a bit of a, an unusual story that the business has grown I was very fortunate enough to join I think I was number I don't know number 10 in terms of employees this was almost four years ago and in line with government changes to you know the types of cars that we drive and buy and environmental pressures you know EO has been supported by these great tailwinds that have helped us grow Um, so fast forward four years when I joined and we're now over 150 people uh, we sell charges to over 35 countries around the world and some of our customers include uh, Amazon, DHL, Tesco, uh, Uber, Addison Lee, you know, as a business we're managing to win a lot of those big enterprise clients that are looking for a company that can help them electrify to help them save money but also, you know, really uh, save on those carbon emissions uh, that we all know are incredibly harmful for the planet. Wow, so from 10th person in to a company the size 150, that's amazing. What, yeah. what, what, what prompted you to, to take the job? So it was, a, it was actually a very um, fortuitous meeting with the founder. So I found a, a guy called Charlie Jardine who's actually very young. He's, I think he's just turned 30. We met when we were around 18 years old and always used to talk about business ideas and yeah, he's very entrepreneurial. We stayed in touch over the years. We went our separate ways. I went down more of a kind of working for big companies, getting experience within comms agencies, marketing agencies. He went down a slightly different path of working within the EV charging industry. And then our paths fortuitously crossed and at a time they were looking for someone to help from a marketing and comms standpoint. 
I pulled together a presentation and pitched to him why he should bring me on board for a freelance contract and four years later he's still yet to fire me and I'm still waiting for the tap on the shoulder but you know it's it's been a fantastic journey and you know with the trend of EVs and where the world is heading it's a really exciting space to be in. That's really and fascinating the way things turn out that it's it's not such a linear path. Yeah, I I I wouldn't say I've had the most conventional career journey. You know, a, a lot of people potentially look at university and they say right, well I'm going to study medicine and I'm going to become a doctor and that's me done. Well, in reality that's not the case for a lot of people. I studied politics. I went into uh, corporate communications, so working for big banks, governments. I then decided that was a a little bit dry and I wanted to have a bit more creativity went across into consumer comms so worked for some big European brands and kind of from there moved more into the marketing space and that's where I am today. Fantastic and Thomas so what is it about economics and math that you really like? Uh, well I've always really liked maths from a young age and, I, and I've just enjoyed solving problems really because I'm, I'm, no, I'm not very creative, so I'm not, not towards English side. I just love the just solving through problems and coming up with a final answer when you can prove it's right. And then I think economics sort of goes into that, because it's a little bit re- related with maths, but I find it quite applied to the real world as well, which is what, which is what I really like. Yeah, so it's the problem-solving aspect of the subjects that, yeah. that you really like. Yes. Got it. Okay. Right, so let's, let's think back to both of you. You're, 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 you're 11 years old, you're joining Ipswich School, or you've come through from the prep... What would you say to your 11-year-old selves? Should we start with you, Miles? I think looking back, you know, I, I joined Ipswich from a, a much smaller school. I think it was, there were 20 people in my year in total. And I joined Ipswich and, I, you know, there were over 100 people in, in my year. So it was, I'll be honest, it was quite daunting. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff I feel, felt like I didn't know that potentially others did. But I, I think the advice I'd give to my much smaller and less confident 11 year old self is actually you know school is a fantastic journey and it takes time to figure out who you are what you want to be but actually let it run its course and if you kind of work with teachers and work within the framework of school you know I I feel like Ipswich especially you know there is a platform for everyone um, and you just need to make sure that school helps helps you find that and can help you channel your energy into what it is you're interested in. That's really interesting. So think think really broadly. Yeah. And what about you, Thomas? Uh, well, I'd, I'd say uh, very similar. So I, I was very nervous when I joined uh, as an 11-year-old. And I'd just say to myself, just go for it. Just all the opportunities you have, just go for it. Because they'll all work out. And even if they don't, then that's okay. Because there, so, there are always so many more to take. So just, just go for it and just, just enjoy it. Thank you. And now my last questions. These are silly ones. Uh, best place to hang out at school? Is it the school field or is it the sixth form centre? Thomas, over to you. Uh, definitely the sixth form centre. It's got the best atmosphere, always. OK, what about you, Miles? Oh, another good question. I'd say sixth form centre. I, I don't know if it's changed since we were there, but when we joined, the addition of a coffee machine was the most novel thing we'd ever seen. So definitely sixth form centre. Has it changed a bit since then, Thomas? Yeah, so it's, it's, a lot of it's been redone now, but it's, it's still the same principle. You get the kitchen, you get the coffee machine in there, which, which is a very, very popular feature, but it's, it's the same idea. So it's the coffee machine that, that wins in time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best school dinner? 
What's your, uh, Thomas, what, what's your best school dinner? I think pizza for, for school dinner is the best. What about you, Miles? Um, I'm, I'm going to, this is a bit of a cheating answer, actually, in that my favourite were the sandwiches. So I, I, I can't remember if this, if this is still a thing, but we used to, and this is quite cheeky, so please don't tell the dinner ladies that we did this, but we used to, yeah, well, not when this podcast is published. <laughs> We used to sneak in for a sandwich, eat the sandwich, and then go back round and then queue for hot... I know. <laughs> I know. Slap, slap on the wrist. So you were, an, you were an entrepreneur right from the word go. <laughs> Probably. Or just the sandwiches were so good that we could... It was one of the two. I don't know. <laughs> and um, so I think we've mentioned some of this, but what were your favourites? What was the best school trip? Who'd like to go first? Let's go Miles. If I'm honest, the best trips, uh, not necessarily trips, but, you know, CCF field days for me were so much fun. My, I, I talk to my girlfriend now, she, she laughs at me, the thought of me in a military outfit. But actually, you know, it was so, it was great not only to hang out with friends, but you learned so many skills, practical skills. And weirdly enough, you know, leadership skills that you actually use later on in life. So whilst it might seem trivial leading a section or, you know, helping to train people on, I think it's called, I can't remember what it's called now, parade or, or when you do marching, um, drill, there we go, drill. But, you know, there, there are actually you know, leadership skills that you never realised would, would become valuable. But yeah, lots of great memories, building uh, shelters in the woods, eating discussion, disgusting ration packs and laughing a lot with friends was, uh, I'd say CCF field days were up there for me. CCF field days, great. Okay, and Thomas, what about you? Uh, well, I, I think the best school trip's got to be Cambria. A whole, a whole week with your friends just doing things that I would never have done before. That, that's definitely the best. But I, some of the physics trips also good. My, I think my favourite of them was uh, the physics trip to uh, Sizewell. That, that was really good just to see how all that works in there. Okay, so physics in Cambria, yeah. Fantastic. That's been really, really interesting. Thank you, both of you. So thank you and goodbye. No problem. Thank you. Thanks very much, Saskia and Thomas. Best of luck. I hope Nottingham and Leeds, you know, the, the one you want comes through for you. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. So that was Miles Freeman, former pupil, and Thomas from Year 13. A big, big thank you to you both for coming on to this episode of The School Podcast. Now, if you have any questions following anything that you've heard, then you can reach the school by visiting www.ipswich.school. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so that you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.